Morning to you and welcome to the show. This is Sound Awake. It's time for our Health Corner. And this morning we do have our exercise specialist as well as a life coach, Lucas Ntenjana. He is joining us. And today we are talking about chronic fatigue syndrome. All right, you may ask, what is this? What is chronic fatigue syndrome? And Lucas is going to chat to us a little bit more about it. You may find that this may be one of the reasons why you're struggling to sleep, you know, and why you're struggling to concentrate. A very good morning to you, Lucas. Hi, Kanye. Good morning to you and to your listeners as well. How are you feeling this morning? I'm feeling very good. I've got a bit of sinuses, but it's okay. Um, this is my uh, kind of everyday thing at this time of the day, and then eventually they clear up. So, in other words, oh, I'm okay. good. <laughs> I'm me. <laughs> this is me. Um, how was your weekend? Ah, the weekend is fantastic. You know, um, learning a whole lot of new things, engaging with people that are looking at life coaching as well as preparing for the Arnold Classic, which is happening this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which I'm involved in. Um, Are you aware of that? Nope. We'll talk about it a little bit later. Uh, Let's get into chronic fatigue, and then afterwards we'll we'll talk about everything that's happening uh, this weekend. Who knows? It could be something I could do. Who knows? Uh, Lucas, before (laughs) before we get carried away... Chronic fatigue syndrome, is, is is it something that happens perhaps with people who find themselves with a very busy schedule, lots of demands on their lives, lots of responsibilities, or could it be something that could just creep up on you that you need to treat like any other condition? Um, the later part of what you said is what the condition is all about, and it's one of those conditions that um, you have to basically diagnose it from a medical point in a sense of, um, you know, sometimes you might think that, you know, just being tired, it's been a busy day, and maybe you have been stressful. Mm-hmm. But if this thing, but if, but if it persists for longer than six months, then there are certain characteristics and there are certain ways of you being able to identify that no matter how. I can't be feeling this way for a long period of time. Maybe you've taken headache tablets or maybe you've taken a booster. Mm-hmm. Uh, immune booster, but it still doesn't help. So, I mean, can you imagine you are at a party and all of a sudden your brain just seems to switch off and you're yawning and, you know, people think like you're disinterested but and you're not even aware of it. Um, and then eventually somebody might suggest and say, look, I, you've been like this now for quite a bit of a, uh, an extended period of time since I've been around you. Have you had it checked? Yeah. Mm, mm. And and those are, I suppose, are the, are the symptoms that a person can look out for. And and so when you are, you know, diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome and, you know, you, you also then starting to think, OK, how do I manage this? I think like we've mentioned in the beginning that there are some signs that one can look out for. And once you've seen those signs and you've been to the doctor, now it's about managing the condition. What are some of the most effective ways of managing chronic fatigue syndrome? Um, yeah, can you look, I think maybe just before we move on in terms of managing the symptoms itself, like one of the most important things that we can highlight in terms of identifying is feeling tired after you slept, yeah. right, in the morning when you're thinking, okay, great, now I've had a, I think I've had a good sleep, and you realize that maybe two, three hours into your morning, you're still feeling tired. That's one way of identifying it. Uh, poor concentration and memory loss, 
is another way of identifying that you're actually are getting the CFS, the chronic fatigue syndrome, and muscle pain. You know, mm. Sometimes even after exercise, your joints just don't seem to be um, lubricated well enough for you to feel strong. So that's how you then start to identify with you. I know my body physically and mentally is not as sharp as what it should be. Mm-hmm. It's true. And if this is an ongoing, um, you know, type of thing, then you should really uh, be worried and should uh, get it uh, checked out. How do doctors diagnose it? I mean, if you're going to say, doctor, I'm tired all the time, the doctor may give you a sleeping pill, may give you something to ease the symptoms. But at what point do they then diagnose this could be chronic fatigue syndrome? Um, what normally happens then is that, uh, you know, this at this point in months in time is uncurable. Mm. So what happens is that they do certain diagnosis, they do lab tests, and I think also with your blood, when it comes back after uh, they've had different tests, that's when they can then start to identify that, no, there definitely is something wrong with uh, this individual, and they need to then prescribe just various ways of managing the condition. Right, right, right. So it is important also to be aware of yourself and your body. And let's talk about, you know, food and and nutrition and uh, the type of foods that we can eat. Uh, You talk about an increase in the take of the vitamin B vitamin complex as well as an increase in foods that are high in magnesium and potassium, just as a way of also aiding you in in managing, uh, you know, CFS. That's correct, yeah. So ultimately, you're looking for foods in your body that can um, ultimately then start to boost yourself in terms of your energy levels, um, magnesium, potassium. You've got your um, fruits, vegetables, uh, sweet potato, regular potato. Uh, these are the types of foods that you definitely need to incorporate. You know, even though somebody might not have them, you know, we've spoken about these uh, in, in our nutritional intake that um, we need to be able to incorporate good, healthy, nutritional uh, carbohydrates to ensure that the body can um, effectively function with regards to everyday um, life. Mm. And in terms of uh, magnesium, I see here you've listed foods like spinach, Swiss chard, dark chocolate, dried pumpkin seeds, almonds as just some sources of magnesium that a person um, can use. How does magnesium help us? Um, magnesium on its own, Tanya, as you can see, um, it is a food it's a food group and a, and a multivitamin that enhances the body's uh, chemical intake and we're able then to at least see the different symptoms of ensuring that from head to toe um, the multivitamins that we're taking, such as magnesium, will help to uh, balance out that ex- um, exhaustion, the feeling of exhaustion. So when you're able to incorporate that into the, uh, the diet, mm. the body can then effectively start to use it as a good source of energy. Okay. And, and, and in terms of potassium, you've also got here jam squash, sweet potato, yogurt, uh, fat-free uh, potato, white beans, canned drained salmon. These are things that we can uh, almost say, you know, are regular, um, you know, grocery list foods, but they do have quite a positive impact on the body. Totally, totally. And that's why you're saying as a positive uh, food group, we need to incorporate these things and um, these food groups into our nutritional uh, daily eating plan. 
Um, so one of the things that you can then also realize in our intake of food, try and vary the food that you eat on a day-to-day basis. Like, for example, um, in my homestead, you know, on a Monday, it could be leftovers from, let's say, a good Sunday family cooked meal. But then Tuesday, Wednesday, leading into the week, we incorporate other sources of food. Right. Like we'll maybe have a uh, very, very large bowl of um, chicken salad or a tuna salad. Uh, or then we will have maybe our fishes incorporated with either sweet potato or a regular potato. And then you could have your spinach, spinach creams uh, with potato or with maybe brown rice mm. and a dash of um, maybe a chicken or mutton. You know what I mean? So when you're able to add a good variety throughout the week, incorporating any food groups that will help with whatever ailment, you're right on track. All right, now let's talk about caffeine. You say here that one of the ways in managing uh, chronic fatigue syndrome is to uh, decrease your caffeine, but also at the same time, people want to take a coffee because they are feeling tired and they want, you know, pick me up. So, you know, it's it's a bit of a conundrum. What do people do? Yeah, I think, um, you know, like you've got a lot of intake of, we have a lot of intake of caffeine because it's almost like you feel, oh, it's going to boost you throughout the day and it gets it, it gets people through the day. However, it is suggested that there is a recommended dose of the amount of caffeine that one should take in. Um, you know, let's look at ourselves in terms of our daily lifestyles. We're always rushing, always stressed, and sometimes you need a pick-me-up fix like now. And the easiest and the quickest way is a cup of coffee or maybe sometimes uh, regular tea. And, you know, with regular tea, you still have caffeine. So uh, the doctors would definitely recommend, like, you have a bit of a change in terms of your caffeine intake. So maybe if you've been having, like, four or five, you reduce it down to at least two a day, as well as looking um, at other supplementation in terms of good snacks that could help in terms of regulating your metabolism throughout the day such that you don't feel sluggish. Um, and one of the things that I, you know, discussing in some of my topics that I'm doing uh, privately is to be able to ensure that people, they think of their metabolism as an engine. You know, if you overload your engine with food, your body becomes sluggish and tired and the, um, uh, the body becomes so sleepy after like one, two o'clock that the mm. rest of the day becomes so heavy. And that's why you start to have coffee as a way of a pick-me-up. But if you're sensible enough to reduce your intake of lunch, make it, make it such that you're able to function uh, and incorporate those small little snacks that you can uh, pack away in, in, in a lunchtime for yourself that you can have at uh, either mid-morning or late afternoon before you leave to go home. So snacking is quite important and yeah. reduce the amount of caffeine that you take. And sometimes even with liquids, something is, which is as basic as water is something that can help to keep, uh, to keep you alert. What about energy drinks? I mean, if we're talking about caffeine, I'm sure that they also fall under that uh, category. Totally, totally. You look at a whole other discussion on its own when you start to incorporate energy drinks. As you know, um, with the energy drinks, the caffeine is so much higher, number one. Number two, it's, it's totally, totally uh, bad for your heart condition. And anyone that definitely does have a heart condition or takes medication, it's contraindicated to the body. So, you know, it's not something that will go away. I mean, it's all over um, it, it, It's all over the market in terms of all the different products that we get. And psychologically, we feel 
that these products can help us, but they're doing more bad than good by us drinking them on a day-to-day in terms of trying to get that boost and energy um, uh, intake throughout the day. So we need to really, really look into avoiding it and look at other sources of boosting our energy levels throughout the day. Now, Lucas, as much as we are talking about nutrition and different types of food groups, let's talk about exercise. I know that with cr- uh, the chronic uh, fatigue syndrome, you say that it may get worse with activity. Um, is there positive types of activity that one can do actually to also, you know, positively impact somebody that's managing uh, chronic fatigue syndrome? Um, the suggestions with regards to don't overexert yourself. So in other words, if you know that you've been somebody that's been training for maybe two hours or 90 minutes at a time and you find that you've been diagnosed with uh, chronic fatigue syndrome, then yes, your regular cardio uh, workout that's maybe been 30 to 45 minutes would need to reduce. Your total um, uh, hours sp- uh, spent in a gym or in a particular workout would definitely need to reduce to a good 30 minutes in such a way that, number one, it also doesn't impact on you feeling painful. Mm. You know, as we mentioned earlier with some of the uh, ways of identifying that you start to get muscle pain. So over-exhaustion, doing the same movements over and over again is what's definitely going to have an impact. So shorten the time in the gym in terms of your, uh, your total workout and the intensity as well shouldn't be anywhere above 75, 75% of your output. So you need to basically change. So um, yoga could be another alternative, Pilates, um, walking, uh, swimming, and making sure that you're able to limber around with certain exercises that are definitely number one will also help stimulate circulation and will also help the body not to feel too fatigued at the end of the exercise. Wonderful. And before I let you go, um, Lucas, just uh, tell us how do our listeners get in touch with you and, you know, perhaps, you know, chat to you more about some of the services that you do offer. Yeah, sure, Kanye. Um, is it okay for me to give out my cell number? Sure, go ahead. Okay, 072-144-7119. And then on social media, I'm Lucas Ntenjane. Uh, that's Facebook, and then on Instagram, Lucas.Ntenjani. So, yeah, I know it would be great for anyone out there that's definitely um, suffering or not feeling healthy enough uh, in terms of maybe the workout that they've done and needing a little bit of a boost without having to take anything that stimulates you. Uh, I'm, I'm readily available to give the support that can help anyone to become a better, livelier individual. Perfect. Let's talk about what's happening this weekend. Yeah, this weekend, um, this has become an annual event uh, with the uh, uh, with the government, uh, Department of Recreational Arts and Sports, uh, whereby they've invited Arnold, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be back. Uh, and this is the third year running now where there's so many different sporting codes and the adverts are on the billboards, they're on radio, where it's just a whole festival of fitness, bodybuilding, dance, aerobics, from young to old. Um, and all that they're doing, I think, with Arnold Schwarzenegger over the last three years and even around the world mm-hmm. is promoting activity and sports in the schools, sports for people to get involved in, for people to be healthy. Look, one of the things that maybe people might not know that he just had an open-heart surgery about a month ago and um, 
you know, we were quite worried if this event was still going to happen, but it uh, seems like everything is still a go-ahead. So mm. for those people that are able to get to the Sentinel Convention Center, if you want to know a lot more about other sporting codes that are available around here in, in our sporting world, this is the event that you want to come and attend and, and, and see all the different uh, sporting codes participate. Perfect. Thank you so much, Lucas Mtenjane. There, he is our fitness coach as well as a life coach. Today, we were talking about chronic fatigue syndrome.